Hello and welcome back to the What Is Life Dude podcast, everybody. My name is Eric. My name is Sarah, everybody. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the only moment of the podcast I'm ever like a host. Yeah. This is our second attempt at recording this episode. I had to quit earlier today because I was crying because I'm about to start my period. So apologies in advance. I'm going to have low energy in this one. I can just feel it. Do you want to briefly talk about your luteal phase and what that means <sighs> and what you've learned about it recently? Sure. Well, this this could be an entire episode on its own, so I won't go too far into it. But basically, I'm just realizing how much my mood fluctuates over the course of a month. It's been difficult to pull apart like things that are my depression, like mental illness things from hormone things for much of my adult life because I've been on different medications and birth controls and all of that. It's just really hard to figure out the root cause of certain things, but I'm not on anything right now. And it's just made it very clear how much my mood fluctuates and how much I have to structure my life around all those fluctuations. And it actually really helps to be aware of it because then I can just have more grace with myself, I guess. And yeah, so we're chilling today. We just finished a big project. And luckily, I have a few days to just chill and reset emotionally before we do anything else. (laughs) So I'll just quickly add, I feel like a few months ago, you came to me and you were like, do you know what a luteal phase is? And I was like, no. I mean, I have four sisters. And so I'm like experienced with, and like, I don't mean this in like a, like a dumb sexist man way, but I'm experienced in with women having like mood fluctuations before they get their period. It's just a real thing. And it's not like, oh, my wife's such a whatever when it's just like everyone has different fluctuations. And for you, you don't get grumpy or angry or like frustrated with me. You just get sad. And so at some point you were like, I learned about this part of my cycle called the luteal phase. And I don't know how much of my life is actual depression Mm -hmm. my whole life. You're like, I don't know your whole life. I don't know what's depression and what's just this part of my cycle, which is two weeks, which is like half of your life. Yeah, right. Up until very recently, I always thought I don't really like PMS in the way that, you know, you always hear about it. I'm just depressed. Like I'm just always in a bad mood. And like I said, just all of these different factors complicate things and kind of made it hard for me to see what was going on. But yeah, ever since I started learning more about the different phases of my menstrual cycle, which is really interesting that, you know, you can get to your thirties and really not know anything about it, especially because a lot of birth controls, I mean, They either make it so you don't get a period or I don't know. This is a very complicated thing that I've been observing more lately. But yeah. All this is to say, if you're listening and you have a period, you get a period. I mean, this is two weeks of your life where it's like just hard. Like you said, give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. And for people with partners who have periods... Give them some, cut them some fucking slack. Yeah, I honestly don't know what, I just have to applaud people who work like jobs out of the house, especially really physical jobs. Like if I knew as much about my body, if I'd known all of this like years and years ago when I was working like as a barista or as a cook and like on my feet all day in high pressure situations like i i don't know sometimes i i think a lot of people have this feeling like they look back and see what they used to be able to get away with when they were younger they're like how did i do that mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. yeah it's not the most uh fair thing in the world you know <laughs> but uh okay I'm glad we got that out there because I I wanted you to kind of talk about your experience for anyone listening who might be like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that was such a thing. Okay, so we're doing a wild card episode today. 
which is kind of where we just talk about things that are going on in our lives and what we're doing and liking and enjoying. And we have a little formula Mm -hmm. for this. Wild card is an acronym. Would you like to explain the acronym? I think we should just dive in. Because every time we okay you're right it every just time, yeah. it takes so long to explain but if you just listen if you're new to the format you'll pick up yeah i mean they're just like normal words it's not that hard to comprehend so you're right we should just jump into it but also if you missed our last episode we announced that we're moving back to colorado and i i mentioned this in one of my recent youtube videos and a lot of people had a lot of questions so if you're interested in that and miss that episode go back and listen to it Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about updates in our process uh, of moving back Mm -hmm. a little bit later in this episode. Yes. Okay, so wildcard. The W stands for watching. And in very Sarah and Eric fashion, I took notes and my phone is open. And Sarah said, just give me the index card with the acronym (laughs) written on it so I don't forget. And I I know what I'm going to say. It's just very Oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm just winging it. That's even more Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, well, we've been watching things together. Lots of things to talk about, actually. I just want to list them up front so you guys can decide if you're interested in listening to this section. (laughs) Okay, listen, we've been watching... We we finally watched The Last of Us. Fucking Jesus Christ, so good. Currently watching Ted Lasso, Mm. still in season one. This is another one that we're kind of like... What's the... Sometimes I just forget, like, idioms... Mm late on the train like late to the party finally getting on the train yeah you're like you have like my brain is like yeah yeah we're late to the party right i would say yes um what else have we been watching i feel like we've been watching so many things what have i been watching honey oh tell the people what i've been watching sopranos (laughs) i watched the sopranos like a decade ago because i used to work at the media center at my um at college and I would just like rent DVDs because I was, you know, lending them out to people all the time. And whatever a lot of people were renting, I would eventually rent it to see like what it was all about. So I've already watched Sopranos, but it was a long time ago. And this is another thing that I sometimes I don't understand how I used to watch certain things when I was younger. Mm. Because some things are just like really traumatic for me to watch now. Like anything with too much violence, anything too stressful. I don't like it, mm-hmm. but um, I guess that used to be my taste in things when I was younger. Um, and you're what like, else? Why am I having nightmares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quick, quick note about the Sopranos and nightmares. So we started, we started watching it together. And then at some point, Sarah was like, "I'm not really, I don't really care." So I'm going to start doing other things while you watch. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I do care. It's just like I can't watch shows where there is random violence anymore. And shows where there's not really any characters that you like that much. Where everyone kind of just sucks. That's it. Yes. I need someone to root for. Also, on the topic of not liking violence, people are going to be like, well, you just said you watched The Last of Us, which I'll explain that in a second. But the quick funny story I wanted to tell is that I have this little device (laughs) that hooks up to the TV we have in our bedroom and I can connect my AirPods to it just in case I want to watch something and not bother Sarah with the sound. So after night after night of watching like an episode of The Sopranos every night, Sarah, I could just see Sarah getting more and more uncomfortable. But she's just like, I don't want to watch this, you know? So finally I was like, all right, let me put my headphones in tonight. I'll put my AirPods in. You can play a video game on the Switch, whatever. She's like, okay, cool. So I finally did it. Two minutes into this episode, <laughs> there's like some romantic thing happening where you're like, oh, is one character going to cheat on the other character? <laughs> with a?" And Sarah's like, well, well I want to hear it. Take your headphones out. I can't hear it. And I'm like, oh, now you want to watch. That's the thing is I am here for the nonviolent plot lines. I'm here for the relationships. I'm here for the character development. Emotional drama. Exactly. I get it. And then I tune out when so i guess let's let's talk about the last of us because we'll talk about yeah 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 yeah. there's a lot of violence in the show which is what kept us from watching it when everyone was raving about it because i was like this sounds like my jam Mm -hmm. but sarah's not gonna like it because it's about zombies and we tried to play the video game too and i believe that we stopped playing it because of the violence 
because you were a little freaked out, I think. Yeah. Um, but it, it was just getting so many rave reviews and everyone's obsessed with Pedro Pascal now. Mm-hmm. And For good reason. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we got, we got to give this a try finally. And I know Eric would really like it. So we watched it. We loved it. We actually watched it really quickly too. So quickly. It's a short, a short season, not many mm-hmm. episodes. And all I did was, as soon as there was extreme violence, I would just do something else. Like I would crochet, or it, it's mostly seeing the violence that bothers me, mm-hmm. obviously. So I would just kind of turn my head, wait for it to pass, and then turn back. Well, because you get like you get like mildly traumatized by visual things because then you like replay the visuals in your head and i dream about especially while you're sleeping yes yeah so it's just it's a very visceral thing for you and it turns out the show isn't really that violent compared to the video game and there are people who are obsessed with the video game like why isn't it as violent as the blah blah blah? and it's like well because it's a tv show like it doesn't need to be as people wanted it to be more violent i think they wanted it to be more like the game right and people are like well listen if if it was just all violence and action, like it really wouldn't be that good of a show. The show is good because of the emotional relationships and the bonds and it's heart wrenching, right? Yes. Whereas the game would be boring as fuck if it was like the show. It's just all cutscenes. It's just all cutscenes, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, use your head. It was really good. Um, I, the thing I worry about the most is like jump scares. <laughs> Not too many of those. Actually, not many at all. Um, And there were a few... I think there was one episode that absolutely broke me. Mm -hmm. That was kind of like an offshoot from the main storyline. Episode three. Y'all, if if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. I I couldn't sleep that night. Because of emotional discomfort. It was so sad and... All not sad and moving and it was great it it was a really fantastic show mm-hmm. so that's mo- let's move on to ted lasso which is another fantastic show listen when there are shows that a lot of people like when there's anything that a lot of people like you and i both tend to say mm, we probably won't like it i don't i think you more <laughs> so than me i don't i i i, I yeah, I have no words. I have. It's just. It's not a great trait Eric's for me to have. A rebellious little emo guy. Yeah. <laughs> just like it can't. If so many people like it, like I don't know if like our friends like it, but mm-hmm. my parents also like it. You're like, like it's not computing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I, I don't see how I'm gonna like this. Yeah. Uh, but Ted Lasso, we we both love it. Listen, Ted Lasso was needed because it it's the palate cleanser post The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. It's I didn't know so I'm just like out of the loop all the time. I just kept hearing people talk about it. I didn't look it up. I'm like this is about sports, so like I'm probably not going to like it. Also, I'm really Is this qualify as a sitcom? Yeah. A sit-down comedy. I'm... It's hard for me to like... Is that what it stands for? That, that was such <laughs> a Sarah-delayed reaction. I'm, like, fairly is it certain... Situation, sit, sit down oh, is it comedy? situational? I've never thought about okay, it. Okay, hold on. But I'm looking it up. Sitcom. When I think of sitcom, I think of Fuck. shows that are kind of dumb You're at right. their core, right? It's, it's situational comedy. Right. Like, I think of, like, Parks and Rec... Or The Office. Yeah. And I, like The Office and Friends are, I know this is going to, I'm going to catch flack for this, but those are two shows that everyone loves that I just can't enjoy because I can't deal with like comedy that is rooted in like intense awkwardness, like misunderstanding suspending your like sense of what's real too much well friends is definitely a culprit for the second half of that but 
I don't think you wouldn't like Friends because it's not awkward comedy. I think it's just a little dated and it's like lame now. Sure. But with The Office, one thousand percent. I mean, that's its whole shtick. Yeah, I can't. I can't do The Office. Discomfort. Yeah. And I feel like they, I feel like we as a an American culture specifically went through a period of that being the thing. I think The Office probably started it, but yeah where it's just like nothing's funny unless the audience is wildly uncomfortable my thing is i have such extreme like empathy that i will empathize with anything even if it's completely blown out of proportion even if you know they're acting like if i just i can't i can't do it so i thought ted lasso might be like that and it's not it's not at all it's very refreshing for a number of reasons. One of which being when there's conflict, the characters uh, talk to each other about it. Yes. And it's resolved by the end of the episode. So it's not infuriating. And it's just funny for... Because it's funny. The characters are well-rounded. They're not... Uh, I don't know. I just I like to see character development. I like to know that everyone, when they do bad things that they explain the reason why they're like that which is what the last of us is all about yeah they're working through it i just like i like to see the communication it's a very pure show it doesn't make me feel bad or overly stressed which is what i needed Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i enjoy it listen the key to this whole thing is sarah cannot watch shows (laughs) where there's nobody to root for like in the sopranos Everyone's kind of a fucking asshole. Yeah. And like, that's kind of it. Everyone just kind of sucks. And I get it. I can't think of a single character that I like. Monsignor Jughead. Like, even the children, Tony Soprano's children, I don't really like them. Yeah, I mean, they were raised by Tony and Carmela Soprano. What's to like? But, yeah, I mean, I don't mind hate watching characters. I just, it's not (sighs) something that really bothers me. I just feel like life is stressful enough without watching shows about fictional real life situations Mm -hmm. that are, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to ingesting. Shall we? Uh, There's so many ways we could go with this. Pickles. Okay. Salsa. Pickles. Salsa. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I wrote down local produce. And snacks from smaller brands. Yes. But also pickles and salsa. Yeah, yeah. Eric's been making homemade pickles. We I, love it. Still working on it, though. Yeah, but it's... You've only made two batches, and they're both good, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've been making a lot of salsa, too, which Sarah asked... Sarah's been asking me for years, can you make me salsa? <laughs> Fresh and salsa. Finally, she was like, can you, can you finally make me salsa? I was like, yeah. Went to the store, got the ingredients... And then I realized how easy it is. Mm-hmm. You can really just, as long as you get good produce, you can kind of just do whatever you want and it comes out pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we've just been crushing batches of salsa. And to go back to the uh, the smaller brands thing, the local brands, we've been buying corn tortillas from a local brand and they're the simplest, most delicious corn tortillas ever. We bake them into little tortilla chips. Mm. There's... I feel like we may have mentioned this in another episode because it's so great, but we have this produce market called Chuck's near us and it's just super nice and it feels really nice to give our money to a smaller grocery store, like a local market. We're going to find out that Chuck's is like... Owned by the Walton family? <laughs> um, to our knowledge, it's a small local thing. Yeah. Just feels good. Groceries are really expensive right now, even at like a regular grocery store, even at Kroger, and I don't like giving my money to Kroger, if possible. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> well, why wouldn't you be allowed to say that? Um, I don't that? know. I just feel like running a like a food blog, being a food blogger, like I could be, I don't know, this could bite me in the butt later, but whatever. I don't foresee you ever working with Kroger. <laughs> Again. Right. So <laughs> um, it just feels good to give, 
this is what I've been like trying to do for years. Like if you go back to 2020, the things we were filming in or um, podcast episodes we were recording in San Diego is when I really started thinking about where like where I'm putting my money and feeling kind of icky about supporting large corporations and Amazon and all of that. And I would feel that way, but then I would just get so, I don't know, beaten down just, by life. just complacent and not trying or thinking about things as much and just focusing on convenience. But it just feels nice to, you know, support something local to support a small brand when things are from like Washington or Oregon. Mm. We've been trying to buy things. I don't know. Like right in front of us right now, because we're in our living room, we have a chocolate bar from that endangered endangered species brand, which is incredible. And we have these candies. What are they called? Candy kittens. Candy kittens. They're from London. So they're not a local brand, but they're a small brand. Small vegan brand. It feels so good to give my money to a brand that is vegan Rather than, and no shade to like anyone who grew up enjoying something from like Hershey's or Nestle or whatever, and then they release a vegan version of it. Like they make vegan uh, Reese's cups now, Mm. like whatever. It just feels better to me to support a smaller brand. And it it makes everything feel like a little treat yourself moment because (laughs) when things cost more, you think a little bit harder Mm -hmm. before buying them and everything feels like a little treat that you really planned to have Mm. you know what i mean i sure do yeah it just it feels better you know Mm -hmm. we had a movie night we're i want to start doing like planned out date nights because i think that's something that can fall through the cracks when you're together for a long time but I was like, let's do an actual movie night. We pick the movie ahead of time. We go to the store and we curate like a little assortment <laughs> of snacks. So we just very carefully picked a few things instead of just getting like a bunch of crap. Like Oreos and like, I don't know. Sour Patch Kids, just without thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was fun. We went to uh, a natural grocer's today. Love natural grocers. I hate the way I, that word comes out of my mouth. Grocers. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I feel like I speak normally, and then when I say grocers, hey, I hate it. We went to um, the store that won't be named <laughs> um, this morning because they were having a massive sale, and we were like, all right, we're going to get this chocolatey snack. We're going to get this popcorn snack for movie night tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was nice. It was like a little adventure. I think the supporting smaller brands thing kind of goes hand in hand with something I've been thinking a lot about lately. And maybe this will come up later in the podcast. I don't know. Just doing everything a bit more intentionally and kind of, you know, romanticizing life. And I don't know. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Just thinking a lot more about what I'm buying. I think it definitely makes, I think it, yeah, I think it's just a life enhancer because it's like a little thing mm-hmm. you can do to make things more fun. Yes. You're like, okay, we can only get two snacks. What are we going to buy? Mm-hmm. Moving on. Sure. I always ask because I don't know if you're going to have more to say. Well, <laughs> Listening to. Listening to. So I actually don't know exactly what you're going to say for this one. I might have to opt out of this one because I really like... I can't, I've been trying to find a podcast or a book or I don't know, something to listen to and nothing is clicking with me right now. And I'm kind of just accepting that. You've been kind of, you've been watching YouTube uh, instead of listening to things. Yeah. Which in, in my mind, it's like, it counts as listening to because, you know, we'll get to like what we're doing to stay active, but yes, like when you're like walking on the treadmill, instead of listening to a podcast or something, you're like watching slash just listening to a, to YouTube videos. Yeah. So. But there's nothing I'm studying right now. Mm-hmm. Like I usually go through phases of like super hyper fixating on certain topics. In the winter, mostly. Yeah. Like I think around this time last year, 
I was listening to a lot of like human design and astrology podcasts, but also learning more about food blogging because that was when we were starting to take like the blog part of our business mm. more seriously. So I was just like binging information and there's just no topic that is clicking with me right now because I think the thing I'm mostly studying is video, mm. like how to make my video content more aesthetic. And so it's, it's working. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you go you do this one cuz I'm not listening to any books or audiobooks right now. I'm listening to a book series called The Reckoners by Brandon Sanderson, who's like a fantasy, I think he mostly writes fantasy stuff, but The Reckoners is his one series that is more young adult e, which if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that's my shit. It's just so easy to listen to and so easy to read. And it's just, it's just good fun, you know? That's what I like for the most part in books is just things that are like high fantasy or like hard sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Like if I have to like focus too much. What do you mean by high fantasy, like Lord of the Rings? So like um, Caitlin Shoemaker uh, from my bowl. Right. She shares her her books, her book recommendations all the time. Right. So yesterday she posted on her story that she started a different Brandon Sanderson uh, series. And when I say high fantasy, it's like Game of Thrones. Right. It's right. like there are all these families that are in a war with one another. And you have to remember all of their names and all the all of the family trees of mm-hmm. all these people and who came before. And, like, these monsters that are out there and right. the winter is coming. It's just, like, too much fucking information. Have you have you tried that or do you just think that? Actually, I, I just think that because I, I try to think <laughs> of, like, Game of Thrones. Yeah. I never even finished Game of Thrones. Right. And when, I, when you're like, oh, Pedro Pascal was in Game of Thrones, remember? I'm like, what? <laughs> and you're like, oh, he played this character. I'm like who like, which family what, what there are just too many thrones and it just like real it's like i need to watch that show with wikipedia open and i, I feel like for a book it would be even harder for me to follow along yeah i could try it, i think i i think you should maybe try it though because the way that eric listens to books is he loves series right like isn't aren't you on like the third book of the series mm-hmm. and he's always like sad when he there's only like an hour left and he's like it's only there's only one more hour left and i'm like maybe you would like something that's really deep and extensive the first book in the series that caitlin just posted about starting Mm -hmm. the first book is a thousand pages which equates to 45 (laughs) hours of audiobook and for reference excuse me for reference the reckoners the series i'm looking i'm listening to all the books are like 12 ish hours it's just insane. Right. It's a lot. If any of you listeners have fantasy-esque young adult recommendations for <laughs> Eric, I'm sure he would love nothing more. I would. And just just to quickly explain what this book series is about, it's about it's a it's about I'm always so bad at explaining shit. I get so flustered. A bunch of people on Earth get random like superhero powers, but they're all evil. Like every single one of them uses their powers for bad. And it's about a group that's trying to basically kill them all at the beginning. Things change. But that's what it's about. It's pretty badass. It's fun. Anything else? I don't think so. All D. Right. All right. All right. Give me um, that D. Doing to stay active. <laughs> this one's borderline laughable right now. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. We haven't been doing. Well, yeah, we've been in the middle of a heat wave, first off, the past few days, over 100. As everyone listening probably is also experienced. Right. So we haven't, that's why I haven't been motivated to exercise because it's so hot. Hmm. Why would I make myself hotter? Right. (laughs) But we have been, we've been going to the gym. We've been doing a little bit of lifting. We've been going to the gym and doing a little bit of uh, incline walk on the treadmill, which is just it's just a butt burner. My glutes are yoked now. Are they? I th- a little bit more, <laughs> not yoked. Uh, and I've been playing basketball with my pals like once a week, which has just been incredible fun. And it's probably the only part about living here that I'm going to miss. Friends and basketball. Mm-hmm. And, and grocery outlet bargain market and Chuck's Produce. 
oh, these are the things that we're going to miss. Yes. Gotcha. I was like, these are the things we're doing to stay active. I'm like, I guess we walk around grocery outlet a fair <laughs> amount, but not that much. <laughs> right. Yeah. So hmm, I was going to say something, but my brain is just, you know, just empty space. I was, <laughs> I was going to ask you if you wanted to pause and make a matcha, but then I remembered you said you were going to do that before we tried to record like five hours ago mm-hmm. and that you drank your matcha like four and a half hours ago. Mm-hmm. My brain is empty too. Uh, do sympathy wanna... <laughs> brain emptiness. Yeah. I'm s- sympathy luteal phase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not really. Do you want to move on? Sure. To creating? Sure. I got some things. You want me to, want me to go, go first? Go for it. Okay, this is a very new, a very new development, but we started working on the song The Sound of Silence a few days ago because Sarah was like, honey, we need to get back into like singing some harmonies together. Like, what are some good harmony songs? So she's like, what about Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel? And I'm like, sure. I mean, I know the song. I don't know it that well. We basically just sat down for like, I don't know, an hour the other day like listen to the song over and over again and figured out the harmonies and it's not like a simple harmony song and we just learned them and we're practicing them and we like got it finally and it was so satisfying mm-hmm. and i just want i we need to practice the rest of the song yeah i think we're gonna start recording covers again i feel like the older i get the more i have just released any resistance to being cheesy or corny Mm. do you know what i'm saying i feel like in the past we would try to select things to cover and i was trying to be so strategic about it and i was like well this has been done so many times and like this isn't what people want to hear like this isn't really like with our genre Mm. and i'm like i just don't care anymore like i don't care how many times people have done it i don't care if i i don't know i just I just, if I want to have the experience of singing something or hearing myself sing something or the experience of making something, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you just get so lost in all of the strategy of something and you don't make anything mm-hmm. and you don't improve. Yeah. And I feel like the root of art like sometimes it just has to start with like copying things do you know what i mean before i don't know i mean in the case of sound of silence i mean it's just such a meme right it'll be like like i saw a reel the other day where it was like when you're done cleaning like like when all the dishes in the sink are done and you turn around to leave the kitchen and you see like the huge pot you use that's like dirty and crusty Mm -hmm. on the stove that you haven't cleaned yet and you have to now clean yeah then he turned around and saw it and it started playing hello darkness my old friend yes and i'm like haha memes but you forget all that when you're like deep in into trying to like perfect a like a two-part harmony together like you forget that it's like a meme song and you're just like this is fucking incredible Mm -hmm. this is an amazing song amazing harmonies and it's just like all that goes away yes it's great Right. I, other things you're creating? Do you want to talk about that, the thing I'm pointing to? Oh, yeah. I'm just kind of going through a, an, an artsy, craftsy, crafty <laughs> mode right now. I am really looking forward to autumn. I'm going to be a fall girly this year. I always thought I was a summer girly, but I'm just really ready to nest in our new home and start start like singing more and making cozy food and crafting because I don't know I just feel like we've been working so much since we moved here I, I feel like I just work all the time and sometimes I watch tv and I want to start making things unrelated to my job like making things for fun just all the things that I wanted to do when I was a child and I didn't have you know, like a lot of money. And now I could just buy myself art supplies and I can buy myself yarn and crochet a basket. And why don't I? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So many wasted opportunities. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I feel like that's a good segue into the next the next letter, which is appreciating. And my big one was appreciating how easily we found our new home. Oh, yes. So I feel like we can segue that. Okay. We signed a lease for our next place moving in first week of second week of September. Mm -hmm. And it was the first place that we applied to. I get extreme. I mean, I think it's normal, but like I was feeling extreme, extreme, extreme anxiety about the process of finding a new place because I know it's really competitive in Colorado. And you also get extremely stressed about like proving to a landlord yeah. that we make enough money to live there. Just because when you're self-employed, it's like yeah. you don't have W-2 forms. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like, hey, yeah, we get paid this much a month. It's like, well, this month we made this amount and this other month, like we made a little bit less, but like we could make, it's yeah. just like all over the place. And like you have to like send a bank statement and like highlight like. This was from a YouTube sponsorship. Yeah. This is from the blog. You know, it's like, it's it's hard for people to understand where money comes from. So Sarah was like, they're not going to accept us. They're not going to accept us. I was like, It'll be fine. And it was fine. And <sighs> she was like, cool. I understand how money works. You make enough of it. You're good. Right. It was nerve wracking. And I'm glad. I mean, I, I expected to be, I mean, we were open to the possibility that we were going to move back to Colorado without having found a place yet. We might like stay with friends and family while we were looking at places. But luckily, our friend Vicky found this listing for us on Zillow and sent it to us. And we liked it. And it met like all of our needs and a lot of our wants, actually, too. Our friend Vicky, I'll say this quickly, our friend Vicky is just, she just loves Zillow. And I mean, like her and her husband, they own a house. They don't need to look at Zillow. They, you know, like <laughs> they're good. Mm -hmm. She just loves it. She just loves browsing and perusing. So when it came t time for us to start finding a place, she was like, oh, like, can you give me, like, just give me like your parameters and like, I'll just like browse for you. And I was like, okay, yeah, send us whatever you think is good. And then I never had to look at Zillow. <laughs> because Vicky just sent us listings every single day. And then finally she sent us one. And I was like, oh, now you're talking. Mm -hmm. So I showed Sarah and she was like, oh. And then she said my favorite thing to me, which was. Go get it. And I <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. I secured the bag. So hmm, what do I want to say about the new where place? we're moving? I think we should probably say our ad our new address. Out loud. Yeah, you guys get a pen. Yeah, are you ready? It's <laughs> f f 434. <laughs> so, we've lived in so many places together. So many places. <laughs> and I think we've learned a lot from each place we've lived. So, hmm. Ooh. I almost want to like iterate over the places we've lived and talk about what we learned there, but more re like here in the PNW, we learned we have to be back in the suburbs. Like we want to be in a proper neighborhood where we can walk outside the door, go on a walk easily. It's too loud here. We're too close to the highway. And we don't really feel super safe mm. walking out of our door. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not even that we're close to the highway. We're just also close to a main road mm -hmm. in which people just zoom by constantly at all mm -hmm. hours and i'm like i like hate to make it an excuse but i'm like why haven't i felt motivated to like make music here and it's like because i have nowhere to record like i can't even like listen to i mean like i do do music projects um but i can't can you hear that you guys <laughs> yeah did you like that i There's... don't know if you can hear that but that's literally constant yes and if you'll recall i did tell you this might be an issue <laughs> you don't need to deflect with a funny accent i remember <laughs> when we were deciding to move here i was like babe it's kind of close to the, the and i'm like it'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine like, no it'll be fine it'll be fine um it was not fine i'm always right no um uh, you i mean you are 
that's the main takeaway. We really wanted to be back in a small. <laughs> that's the main takeaway. I'm always right. Town, <laughs> small neighborhood. From Atlanta, we learned kind of the same thing. Like we hated being in the traffic. We're suburbs people. Okay. It's fine. I never want to know if I'm gonna have like I never want to be unsure that I'll be able to find parking at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, Trader Joe's is notorious for every location having <laughs> shit parking. Like, that's a thing, but yeah. I do know what you mean. I like the slow pace of living. Our last place in Colorado, we learned that. So right now we live above people. And in that place, we lived underneath people. But the biggest issue was that it was garden level, which if you don't know what that means, it means it's halfway to being a basement. Yeah. So like your it was win- dark. Yeah. Your windows are like half underground. Mm-hmm. Why does that exist? Fucking beats me. It's stupid, and I hate <laughs> it. Uh, so it was dark, and we also don't like living. We really wanted. This is what we wanted. We wanted basically the house that we were living in in 2019 and mm-hmm. 2020, but we were like too young to. We weren't ready, you know. We weren't ready to appreciate it. Yeah. So the place we found is a standalone single family home it is a house in a neighborhood with a yard and a driveway and a garage parking there's a garage which is insane there's a huge backyard there's a shed in the backyard for storage real storage there's a lot of places there's, there's a lot of room in the backyard to grow stuff next spring vegetables herbs flowers that's all that's like my obsession right now i've been watching videos about vermicomposting (laughs) which is like when you get a bunch of worms to eat up your compost and then they poop out fertilizer and you use that for your garden and it's like this beautiful symbiotic relationship where they have like just a beautiful safe little home and an unlimited amount of food and you get fertilizer and your compost doesn't go sit in a landfill and um release carbon dioxide mm-hmm. i'm so excited for that i i'm just so excited to have a backyard again i can't it's all i mean it's so great i want to host people i want to have barbecues i want to have bonfires mm-hmm. do some s'mores i want to grow things i want to compost if i tell me 10 years ago that i know what compost is because i think i used to think compost was just poop yeah (laughs) like just manure Mm -hmm. but now i'm like i'm like fixated on the idea of being able to compost my food scraps Mm -hmm. it just seems so cool Uh, i don't know we have so the house isn't like gigantic but there are three bedrooms i we haven't seen it in person we did a we did a facetime tour with the landlord we had our friends drive around the neighborhood to make sure like uh, that there was nothing. It's not like this neighborhood yeah. where we live. Yeah. I made our friends park in front of the house, turn their car off and roll their windows down and sit there for two minutes to make sure it wasn't really loud. And they were like, no, I don't really hear. There aren't really any cars going by. I'm like, thank you guys. I love you. Mm-hmm. Just like totally neurotic. But I mean, it's just it's it's difficult, you know, when you do what we do. But it'll be nice we'll have like we'll have an office for sarah and photography yeah we each get our own office we'll have a little music room and i honestly i just i'm it's so huge for me to think about being in like a quiet neighborhood again because like when you're recording music i have this super expensive microphone that i've had for a long time that picks up everything like literally everything which is why it's so great but also you can't use it if there's any sort of background sound because it'll just, you'll hear it on the recording. I haven't used it at all since we've lived here because I can't. And I'm like, I just want some gorgeous recordings. That's all I want. So I'm very excited for all the things. We're going to make it so cozy and decorate and do a little, a little, a touch of nesting. A touch? A huge, overbearing, I'm crushing touch. Only nesting for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm really excited to see. I feel like since I've been figuring my way 
out with my channel with YouTube and making things more aesthetic and cozy. I really can't wait to weave in some of the gardening, composting, crafting. Crafting, yeah. Fermenting. All the cozy stuff. I want to ferment and can stuff. I want to get into that. I want to be on the channel doing some of that. I won't take over the channel. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I'm kind of at the point where I'm able to I'm going to be able to do all the things that I've been thinking about for many years. Finally, like I'm, I've, I'm aging into, I'm like becoming that person. Whereas before it was just like a concept. And we're going to live really close to a Home Depot. Yes. Which means we can get all the gardening and composting stuff really (laughs) easily. So that's going to be cool. We should support, you know, on the topic of supporting smaller businesses, we should also try to find like a local nursery or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, releasing. What are we releasing? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I wrote down something that I feel like I've mentioned. I've, this is the last time we did a wild card. I think I said the same thing, but I'm releasing negative feelings about the Pacific Northwest. Oh. It doesn't matter why we're leaving our t- how we felt here i don't need to shit talk it i don't need to tell anyone else it's terrible and you shouldn't live here we're just two people having two experiences i i'm done i don't need to i'm i'm releasing all of that energy <laughs> he says twitching violently it doesn't matter <laughs> where to go from here what are you releasing anything I, this one is, this is a hard one. nothing is coming to me right now. I am always overthinking things. I'm always thinking about patterns I'm going through. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just, like I just said, settling into the person I've been trying to become. I don't feel like I'm releasing anything right now so much as I'm just done release i'm like done with the cycle of releasing releasing and i'm like settling yeah so maybe that leads us to our final letter which is d for desiring oh our intentions for the next month Mm -hmm. or so i think i've stated them all i'm just excited to move i'm working really hard to make this move less stressful and more seamless than past ones I've already started packing. Like, I started packing weeks ago. In July. Packing the kitchen always makes me want to die. <laughs> so, I'm just being really aggressive about doing it now. Like We've packed a lot of stuff up from the kitchen. We've packed a lot of stuff up in general, actually. Um, I mean, I don't want to talk about, like, how soon our, our little pod is getting delivered. But when it gets here... I say I don't want to talk about it because it'll stress Sarah out if she thinks about the numbers. But we're just, I feel like we're going to just be like, chup, 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 everything in boxes, good to go. Not that difficult. We got someone coming to pick up a piece of furniture that we're selling today. Yeah. It's going to be easy peasy. I'm desiring just like you said, being in our new home, being done with moving because, you know, we said that when we moved here. We're going to be done with moving. We didn't know. We didn't. Sometimes it's just crazy, these thoughts we have. Sometimes you're (laughs) you're just insane and you don't realize it. Sometimes you move to Atlanta and you're like, why am I in Atlanta? (laughs) Right. I don't know anyone here. I feel like I've woken up every day since we moved here. Like, why am I in Washington? Yeah. I mean, the answer is because we wanted to see if we'd like it. Yes. I mean, I get it, mm-hmm. but I just, a few months after we moved here, we were like, Colorado feels like home. Why aren't we living at home? Yeah. Like, you well, know we were that. feeling that way before we left, but you know, we just, right. we've, we've done a lot and that's why I feel like I'm done with releasing right now because I just feel. You're released. <laughs> yes. I'm empty. Um, I just feel like I'm at the end of this multiple year cycle of trying things and learning things. And when we get back to Colorado, 
a new cycle with a new set of themes is going to commence. And I think it's going to have a lot to do with, you know, yeah, learning to be more self-sufficient and learning to be more in touch with the seasons and nature. And creating more just in general. And yeah, and our relationships with people, you know, growing a community, deepening the bonds we already have. Yeah, rather than like, I just feel like older, like I said this, I think in the last episode or maybe two episodes ago, I just feel older and more grounded and ready to, um, I don't know. Ready to live. Well, we've been living, but (laughs) yeah, like ready to stop running from things, I guess. So what I wrote down in my notes was I'm desiring life feeling slower, consistency, and peace. Yes. That sums it up. Peace is a big thing. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with our relationship because I feel like we're the kind of couple that when things are difficult, we get closer and... We have a lot of conversations where my self-conscious brain is like, she's going to break up with me because of this, <laughs> just because I'm self-conscious. But then what, what's actually happening is we're becoming a stronger couple. And I'm excited to see when everything feels more settled, Yeah, how it blossoms, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I know it's going to. So, Yeah, I'm excited I just, I can't think of a single bad thing about moving back, honestly. <laughs> I can't wait to play this back in a year. I mean, I'm even like, looking forward to winter time. We're because, moving to North Dakota. Well, this is like another, this is another thing, another episode. But this whole idea of like seasonal, slow living, being more in touch with nature. I I just feel like, I don't know, ready for winter ready to live a bit more slowly Mm. which was one of the main things that i didn't like about colorado Mm -hmm. you know yeah we're gonna have our place that's the biggest thing yeah you know we're not gonna be halfway underground (laughs) yeah 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 all right i'm out i got nothing left to say i feel great okay you you good yeah (laughs) you're gonna go to sleep now no. You should. I'm going to play my video game. Oh my probably. god, you haven't you didn't even mention your video game. We'll talk about it next time. Holy crud. Life goes in cycles. Last year when we were moving, I was playing Stardew Valley. This year I'm playing Story of Seasons. A Wonderful Life. Another farming simulator game. And you influenced conscious Chris mm-hmm. into buying it and playing <laughs> it and now he's You in- kind of influenced him. Through you. The funny thing is like I don't influence people. You're like you just like see what I'm doing and then you're like, Hey, you should do this. And then you influence people. Really funny. Yeah. That's true. Um, okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Send us an email at what is life dude show at gmail.com. Leave us a review if you want. Let us let the people know why you like listening to our podcast. It doesn't actually really matter. We're just here talking to you guys. So we'll talk to you next time.